Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us now, Trevor Richter, Principal Agent at Urealty. Trevor, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Michael. Thanks very much for having me. I appreciate uh, it. No, great to have you on board to unpack uh, well, a pretty, uh, shall we say, detailed subject. Uh, quite a lot to unpack in about uh, the property market. As I mentioned, its current climate, its status within the country. One can imagine in this day and age plenty of factors factoring in and affecting the sector. So, Trevor, let's start off. Uh, give us an overall view of how does it look out there right now. That's right, Michael. It's not depressed, but there's definitely a strong level of uncertainty at the moment. Okay. Um, are we, we talking, are sorry, the, Trevor, if I can come in there, are we talking uh, domestic, uh, industrial, and uh, business? Uh, are we looking at it as in a, from an holistic point of view? Well, look, Michael, my business focuses mainly on residential sales and residential okay. rentals. Right. Um, but I think the overall... Uh, environment at the moment is affecting all the sectors. Um, you know, so once there's a lack of confidence in the market, it affects the commercial space, it affects the residential space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd say just generally there's a level of fairly strong uncertainty at the moment. Okay. Uncertainty. Uh, so when we say uncertainty, what are we looking at? Like, like interest rates and uh, the economy, that kind of thing. What factors are actually, what are, what are actually the key factors here which you can see influencing it? Yeah, so, you know, the property market always seems to be at the forefront of the dinner table conversation. Right. Um, it's always something people ask you. And the reality is, as South Africans, we've always been used to change and, as I say, certain uncertainties. So at the moment, mm-hmm. what we've got is, obviously, the first one is the electricity. Right. Um, the electricity is impacting everyone's lives, from your ability to, bu- to do business, your ability to live, traffic. Um, you can just see it everywhere. And the fact of the matter is that we're getting no clear signal from the government of when we're going to get electricity right. or what plans are in place to improve the situation is adding to that. Wow. Then, you know, we've got a fairly strong crime environment in this country, which yes. also has an impact mm-hmm. and what people's long-term decisions are. Mm-hmm. And currently we are also in a fairly strong interest rate rising environment, which is a massive factor um, that we've all experienced, you know, so that's good, 25% down to seven, you know, COVID. And now we seem to be increasing rather strongly. And, you know, some some people in the economic world are saying the last interest rate cut was not necessary. So there are a lot of factors. And there is another thing which I've been in the business for a long time, also impact is we're going into winter and winter has a strong is a strong difference between the winter and the summer months in in residential property in in what way what is that influencing exactly what what what, why why is that trevor i think generally (laughs) gardens look different people get more subdued they want to go out less and you know okay there's such things as sad you know seasonal you know disorder and i think people just feel they stay indoors more in, um, in uh, winter, and it, you know, it does have an impact on certain people's moods. But right. all I can say to you, having been involved in the industry for many, many years, winter and summer is different. As you say, you've been involved in the industry for many, many years, Trevor. Something I wanted to run by you. Um, looking at ownership and rentals, what notable comparison or comparisons have you seen? 
given the factors you outlined earlier on influencing people's decision making regarding uh, property value or property ownership or or living wherever well what have you what have you observed up till now so i think marco from my early days you know there was a philosophy that you when you were young you got married you bought a property you stayed in it for 30 years yes. and it became a source of value right right the real values if you look at it economically with all your uh, maintenance with your interest rates increase with all of the goodies that go along with that. By the time you're done with 30 years, it's not really much of an asset. And it's only an asset if you can sell it. So you don't really want to sell the house that you're now living in. So right. I think that's given us a false sense of security. Um, okay. What I have seen quite strongly in my business is I predominantly used to be, I'm going to use the word I used to love sales, and that was my baby. Right. Um, and I looked at the rentals as a second-hand or a second-class citizen. But our business has grown very strongly on the rental side. And what we've also seen, yes, so the rental side of our business is good. Mm -hmm. What I'm seeing is that there is a strong move to people not being fixed and tied in for a long period of time, given that we've got fairly strong um, and costly entry and exit costs into property. So you've got transfer duties, which have risen, you know, quite strongly in terms of the upper end of the market. Right. You've got bond costs. You've got all the costs that get you into the property. Then you've got a situation where, you know, to be honest, I haven't even really studied the figures, but there's a very flat growth curve in property, except for certain regions in the country. And then you've got to exit it. Obviously, I do make money out of this. You've got a commission structure. And you've got the other costs there. When the chips are down and you analyze it, there are a lot of people out there who say if you rent a property mm-hmm. and you have a fixed cost, you know what your fixed cost is, there's no surprises. You've got easier and entry, you know, uh, easier entry and exit costs. Right. But then you don't have the, the, the safety of the tenure. So in other words, you have situations where a landlord could wake up, you know, after a year and say you've got to move. So those are fairly disruptive. But it seems to me that a lot of the youth of today, and I mean, this is allied to uh, virtual working, people being able to work in any environment, don't want to be chained down right. to bricks and mortar. I thought so, yeah. Interesting, Trevor. I was just wondering, I was just very curious about that, uh, the difference between ownership and rentals. And I, I, wow, I, I love your summer, the way you've summed that up. Uh, some aspects I wouldn't have imagined, but I've always been curious about that. And I'm sure many of the listeners have too. Thanks for summing that up for us uh, in the way that you did. Um, one thing I wanted to run by you, um, are we dealing with an emigration? I, I put emphasis on that emigration uh, situation, people moving. And uh, there's a surplus of properties at the moment and uh, not much uh, demand for that. Are you by any chance encountering that in the residential uh, market? So I think, I mean, Mark, you touched on something that is very sad. I'm I'm saying Mm. as a real estate agent, even though you are selling property and making money out of it, the the saddest thing is to see the extent of the brain drain and the quality of brains that are leaving this country. So there's no doubt about it that Everywhere you go, people are saying, we're leaving, and it's from all sorts of demographics. Right. So my business is strongly focused on the northern, you know, suburbs of Johannesburg. Right. And we, we, we've seen it very, we've seen this kind of conversation for 25, 30 years. We've seen the people going. So I think that is always going to happen. 
and it is having an impact, a massive impact on the on the you know on the economy and the real estate industry. I think regarding pricing, you all that is the the dynamic of the market. No matter if there's a good market or a bad market. There is always the gap between a seller's expectations and what a buyer is going to pay. And that's where we come in. So it's just managing those expectations. Only thing at the moment is the gaps become fairly large. And I don't think the sellers have the stomach to accept what the market is prepared to pay. Trevor, we've reached the end of the afternoon overdrive road. We're going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much, Trevor, for joining us, for taking the time to join us and uh, just give us a background as to what's happening in the property market, its climate, its status in South Africa as it stands right now. Trevor Richter, Principal Agent at Urealty.